Hey guys, welcome back to the Optimize Self podcast. I know it's been a while since I've released an episode. I've been um, very, very busy with my uh, face-to-face personal training business and I haven't had the time to sit down and plan to interview people or have the time to sit down and actually figure out what my next episode would be about. And today's episode is going to be a solo podcast episode. And I'm going to talk about my re-released Optimize Man program, okay? This is going to be a great episode for people who are wanting or thinking about signing up to the Optimize Man program because I'm going to give a little bit of information about each section of it, what to expect, but I'm going to run through... Firstly, I'm going to run through some of my own story and why this is important to me. Um, Before I do that, guys, I just wanted to... You know, get everyone out there who does listen to this podcast, if you could just give me a bit of a uh, a review, a rating on um, all the platforms where you listen to your podcasts, uh, that would be great. Give me some feedback. I would love to hear um, if you guys think I should be doing anything different or if you are someone that is interested in getting interviewed or just having a conversation um, about you know your life your journey what you've gone through I'd love to hear about you so DM me message me find me on Instagram at optimize.self you can also find me at optimizeself.com.au shoot me a message we can organize a chat we can record it anywhere in the world and we can have a great conversation and hopefully we can help people become inspired and change their lives because that's what we need at the moment and that is one of my purposes in life is to help people to become better versions of themselves and that is why I'm going to talk about the Optimized Man program today okay so before I get into the details of it I just wanted to give a little bit of a backdrop of my own story and why this is important to me so I grew up um, with a very very loving family was beautiful, um, you know, so much love, so much connection, so much freedom. Um, however, I did go through a period in my life where I was extremely, extremely self-conscious of my body image and I was extremely, I had had very, very low confidence and self-esteem um, and the body image for me was the biggest thing because I thought I had man boobs and a large chest and I would do anything to hide my chest from people. I would do anything to make sure people weren't looking at me in terms of you know walking with bad posture to hide my chest. But the reason why, there's a couple of reasons why I kind of fell into that mind frame and that thinking at that age. Obviously, you're growing and you're, you know, you are going through changes when you're in your teenage years. Now, my uh, my father dealt with the same issues. He was a bit of a, a a larger kid, and he lost a lot of weight in his in his in his twenties. And he he ended up having loose skin and having to deal with thinking that he had uh, man boobs as well. So he struggled with it a lot, and it was it was it was talked about in the household a lot when I when I was a child. So. I was exposed to it and I guess I took on some of my father's uh, um, insecurities around around my chest and, you know, tell you the truth, I did have a big chest. I mean, I still do, but I've changed the rest of my body 
And at the age of, you know, 14 onwards, I was extremely self-conscious of it. But you don't realize at that age that no one else gives a shit. It's all you think about is you think that everyone is looking at you. And obviously being in high school and having to take my shirt off, you know, at swimming carnivals or in, you know, the footy locker rooms was extremely hard for me and challenging. And I used to do things like I'd always wear a shirt when I went swimming um, I would, I would, uh, you know, deliberately walk with my shoulders forward or kind of pull my shirt down at the front because I was too afraid to walk with my shoulders back and have my, um, my shoulders back, my head held high. So it was, there's, you know, anyone that's dealt with this stuff can understand some of the lengths you go to, to make sure people don't recognize that part of your body, um, you know. I did get teased a little bit, but I didn't get bullied a lot for it. It was more in my own head. And being in high school, there are always guys that were more physically developed or had hit puberty earlier and they were bigger guys. And I always looked up to some of those guys and I really wanted to be able to be that confident guy that could walk around with his shirt off at a, at a friend's house, you know, or at a, at a swimming carnival. And the girls would, you know, talk about you in a positive way. But for me, it was the complete opposite. I was so shy and scared to the point that I wouldn't go to swimming carnivals or I would always wear a shirt in the middle of summer when it was, you know, a hot day down at the creek. And um, I was always amazed by some friends I had that were kind of bigger kids or bigger boys, you know, with big bigger stomachs on them. And, you know, they just wouldn't give two shits about it because... It didn't matter to them, but for me, it was such a massive deal. And I don't blame my father at all, but I can kind of see where my thought pattern and where it kind of started um, really, really did affect me. Um, and to the point of me being so affected that I realized that I had to do something about it, okay? Um, and... Even though my dad dealt with the same issues, I look up to him because he was constantly want, trying to better himself. So he was a very fit physical guy. Even though he had his own body image issues, he was working out, he was lifting weights and I would see him do this. You know, When I'd get home from school, he'd be working out or on the weekends or in the mornings. So from seeing him do that, it made me think, well, I can do something about this. So I was always an active kid and, you know, growing up in the bush, I was always running around doing stuff and being physically active. But I started to, you know, lift his dumbbells, you know, try and do chin-ups, use the weight weights machine that we had, go for runs, go for sprints. So from a very young age, I was, I started to see that there was a way in which I could better my body and that would lead me to being more confident. And there's a lot more to it, obviously. The mental and the the positive self-talk came later, but from day one, the main reason I saw that... The main reason, or the main solution, sorry, was for me to get physically better looking, to look leaner, to look more muscular. And that was that was my goal from, I would say, like 15 onwards. So... I give my dad a lot of praise for showing me that, you know, hard work pays off because he was always hard 
he was always working hard, working out hard and trying to, to become a better version of himself, even though we all have our own faults and he had his own body image issues, which definitely led to me having my own. But he also showed me that you can change yourself if you want. And if the, if the want and the why is, more, is, is powerful enough, you can change yourself physically. Um, so going out of high school, you know, I eventually moved out of high school, moved to the city. Um, because I was into sports and playing football or lifting weights, I thought becoming a personal trainer would be one of the best things I could do because I just enjoyed being physical. So I'm very, very uh, fortunate that I signed up and did my Cert 3 and 4 at 19 years of age. And I ended up getting a job in a large chain chain of gyms in uh, Brisbane City and jumped straight in the deep end to run my own franchise business and becoming a personal trainer. So from the age of 19, I was in that kind of environment and being in some large chain gyms, I'm sure people out there listening to this, if you've ever been into them, as a trainer, they can be very competitive and there's a lot of egos going around. If you've got 20 trainers, you're trying to compete with picking up members there's all these kind of like, you know, clicky little scenes. And I was kind of more into the bodybuilding scene because I just wanted to get big, strong and look ripped because that's, I was still chasing that at 19. I, I still wasn't, I wasn't happy with my body image and I was never telling myself I was good enough. And this is where the mental and the, the, the positive self-talk, I wouldn't say it was positive, but there was a lot more negative self-talk going on there. It wasn't until later on in my t- later 20s that I started to realize telling myself a p- more positive story would have helped me a lot earlier on in my my uh, stages of dealing with my body image issues. So at 19, I was around a lot of, you know, bodybuilding style trainers in the city, um, you know, doing that for a couple of years. And then eventually it led me to wanting to experiment with steroids because I thought that was going to give me the body that I always wanted. And yeah, I did um, a course of anabolic steroids, injectable steroids, um, and thinking that that was going to be the the holy grail and the savior because looking back, one of my biggest goals of what I wanted to achieve was to be more confident enough to go to a music festival and take my shirt off and feel strong, confident, and feel like I was attracting, you know, um, females and the opposite sex who I you know people I just wanted to pick up girls because I thought I would have the best body so one of my goals was to be able to take my shirt off at a festival and be confident which is funny because it's not my goal right now and it's amazing how your perspective changes over the years but this was me at about 21 22 so I took about a three-month uh, cycle of, of steroids and I was way too young to do it because I didn't really have a proper foundation of you know solid muscle on me i did i did balloon out and get thicker and get look look i looked swole um you know my shirts got tight i definitely got a bit stronger but there was always a voice in the back of my head that thought it's not a very good thing taking steroids but i wanted to try so i did it for three months and then when i finished the three-month course i stopped the um the swell the the swollenness in my muscles just went away and I was back to kind of where I started. But, you know, I never stopped working out. So that was a that was a good thing in terms of, you know, I, I was seeking optimization 
looking in the wrong uh, I was looking in the wrong places because steroids wasn't the answer for me. But that's just an example of some of the things that you will some of the lengths you will go to, right? People will get surgery. Um, people will take steroids, people will take other drugs. Um, people will starve themselves. There's so many, you know, symptoms, if you want to call it that, of, of, of body dysmorphic disorder or when people are dealing with low confidence and self-esteem that th- there's, there's things that we do to ourselves thinking it's going to be the answer. And for me, steroids wasn't the answer, but I thought it was. So after that, you know, I'm going through, you know, my mid to later 20s, you know, I was... I was always very self-conscious if I met a, met, a, met a partner and I'd have to take my shirt off around her at the, uh, for the first couple of times. I was very, very self-conscious and I was, never t- I was never telling myself I was good enough. I was always telling myself I could improve, I could do better. Um, I was never giving myself a pat on the back and saying, you know, look how far you've come. And looking back on that now, I wish I did because I probably would have had a, a lot better... Um, you know, outlook and I would have probably been a lot easier on myself and not so judgmental. But, you know, after traveling and being overseas and doing other jobs, I always maintained, I always maintained exercise. If I was overseas traveling or I was doing something else like being a snowboard instructor in, in Canada, I was always at a gym or I was working out at home. So, that was instilled in me from a young age that exercise was part of me being a good, healthy person. And for me, it was my therapy and my go-to because I would feel it. If I didn't exercise for three days, I would start to feel something creep up and it didn't feel nice. So for me, exercise is a therapy. It always has been and it always will be. And I can thank my dad for instilling that in me at a young age. So... For me, exercise is a therapy, and it didn't. Not until my later twenties, when I had to move back towards my my home area, and I was living closer to the beach, that I really started had to step outside my shell and expose myself because I was living on the beach. I was hanging out on the beach and hanging out with all these beautiful people and my friends, and it was forced me to really deal with taking my shirt off and just being around other people and not giving a shit. And it wasn't really until I had my, um, probably my first long-term relationship that I realized that the females or the people I was trying to impress, I didn't really care what my body looked that much. I mean, sure, some, some people do, but they were always accepting of me and they were always accepting that I looked fine. It was myself that was dealing with the issues in my head. And... When I started to read a lot more things on psychology and reading more books to deal with, you know, self-help, you know, I really started to tell myself a different story and I started to use positive self-talk as a way of trying to build, I guess, um, myself every day and catching myself out when I would tell myself I wasn't good enough or I need to do this, I would be like, no, of course you want to improve, but look how far you've come and I, I would start to implement more positive self-talk, but I was also starting to implement a lot of journaling and a lot of um, reflection. So I would just write down my thoughts and that really, really helped me get me out of my head and see what my thoughts were doing. And it really helped me to 
just kind of dull that mental chatter. The positive self-talk and the daily ritual of writing or journaling or writing my down my dreams really helped me to alleviate that mental clutter or that compounded negative mental talk in my head that I've been telling myself, that story I'd been telling myself since I was 15 years old. And along with that, I had been exercising and working out for so long that my physical body was starting to really come into itself and I felt like I was becoming more of a, I guess, a a man. I was stepping into the shoes of being more responsible. So it kind of took me 10 plus years to really get to a point where I could take my shirt off and not give two shits. And that was a very powerful thing because... From from my late 20s to now, I've exceeded what I think I would have wanted to look like when I was 19, 20, 22 taking steroids. My body image now is to a point that I'm so happy that you know I don't have to worry about it. But it took me quite a while to kind of pair the two together and realize, yes, physical physical training and changing your physical body is part of it. But it's going to be a lot easier if you can pair, if you can pair together your physical training, but also your also your mental, your mental chatter and your mental your your inner voice that might be telling you some negative stuff, and that's what I do with the Optimized Man program. Is I've spent all this time trying to figure this out, but now I've combined a bunch of different habits and techniques. So anyone out there that's feeling insecure and self-conscious can start to work on these things together in a in a faster fashion than having to deal with it for the next 10 years and just dealing and, and focusing on one aspect of your life so for me the optimized man program is great because like i said you're you're getting a fully customized workout program but you're also getting your mindfulness practices and your goal setting um, practices or a goal setting template to help you deal with what's going on in your head and also help you to become more physically strong, lean or a little bit more athletic, whatever your goal is, it's always individual. So that's one part of the, the Optimized Man program that's I think quite strong is you're dealing with wanting to get more physically strong or athletic or lose 10 kilos, whatever it is. But you, I'm also allowing you guys to practice your daily practices that help you change that voice in the inside of you that's telling you that you're not strong enough, you're not good looking enough, you're too weak, you're too fat, whatever it is. These daily rituals and these these habits that you want to start to create are what's included in the program. So... I call these daily habits your absolutely must get dones. Okay, so I give my clients a couple of different things to choose from. For instance, it could be five minute journaling, five minute stretch. Okay, if you choose those two things, you need to do them every morning before your day starts, before you go to work, and you need to continually do them for the whole program. And you pair that with your physical training, your customized program. You pair that with changing your nutrition. And then you also put that down with your goal setting and what you're trying to do. And you also combine that with me checking in on you on a regular weekly one-on-one call. 
and it is a recipe for creating change and creating someone that's more optimized than you, you it's creating more of an optimized person at the end of the eight weeks once you do your review and figure out and and look at what you've done over the past eight weeks i guarantee that you will be more confident you'll be more strong you will be happier with the version of yourself than when you were before you started but the key to the program just like anything this is not revolutionary is you need to take the action so if you're out there thinking you want to sign up to this you need to realize that you're going to have to have a level of commitment and discipline to get up in the morning to do your new morning ritual if it's your journaling or your meditation or a cold shower and you need to pair that with your physical training and wanting to eat better and if you take that action and you continually do it for the eight weeks you will see change it will happen but you have to commit to it you have to want it enough you need to you need to have a strong reason a strong why and if your reason or your why is as strong as what mine was when i was 15 if you want to feel more confident and strong if you want to be able to have more of a resilient mind then i recommend contacting me and we can get you started so i wish i had this when i was 19 or when i was 22 I wish I knew that I could become a stronger version of myself, not just physically, but I could also get my mind to be thinking in a positive way. Because if your mind's doing it, then everything else is going to happen. And rather than me telling myself I wasn't good enough, I wish I had these practices that I could get up every morning and know that journaling was very powerful or reflection was very powerful or doing a daily gratitude of, of what I was grateful for in my life. I wish I knew how powerful they were back then because it would have helped me a lot. And this is what I want men to become. I want them to become optimized. I want them to become the best version of themselves so they can share their story and they can help someone else because everyone out there has a very, very individual, powerful story and people need to hear it. And this is my story and this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get men to be confident, to stand up on their own two feet to learn that eating the proper foods is easy, to know that exercise should come easy, to, to know that training your mind and reading books that wanna that, that will help you become a better version of yourself isn't a chore or a burden. This should become easy to you because you are looking after yourself and you're helping yourself. That should be easy. But we're so indoctrinated at this point and we've got bad habits, we've got bad eating, we've got bad you know, negative self-talk, that things seem so hard and so, you know, far-fetched or so out there that it's hard to grasp. But that's what the Optimized Man program is doing. After the eight weeks, I guarantee these things will be so much easier for you and you'll want to continue to do them. But you have to start somewhere and you need to take action. Taking action is the most important thing. You can't get to where you want to be if you continue to do the same thing. If you want to change, take action. Please get in contact with me. Even if you don't sign up, just shoot me a message and ask me any question. So before I wrap this up, guys, I just want to just kind of go through more of the dot points of what is included, okay, in the Optimized Man program. So you get a fully customized workout program, okay, for the eight weeks. It's in a four-week block and then I'll change the program up a little bit, not much, but then you have a kind of slightly altered program for the following four weeks. 
Now we do results tracking. So, you know, I get you to take measurements of say your your hips, waist, your thighs, um, and also some progress photos. So you'll take a photo of yourself in your jocks, keep it in your own folder for your own keeping. And then you'll take a photo again, say at the month or at the end of the eight weeks, and you'll really be able to see some progress. You also get nutritional guidance, okay? So I give some information on... Um, some information on uh, traditional ways of eating, you know, whole foods, animal products, whole foods, um, you know, good recipes, healthy recipes. So there's nutritional guidance there. And on top of that nutritional guidance, I also do a bit of a research wherever, you're, wherever you live in your area of um, ethical raised butchers, like butchers that will get their meat from a locally sourced farm in your area preferably a regenerative farm and also look up farms in your area that practice regenerative farming and they will probably deliver to your door. So I'm a very big believer that animal-based nutrition, you know, keeping most of your nutrition coming from animal foods, particularly red meats or game meats. I'm not against vegetables, but I think the basis of where the where your diet should be is, is good quality um ethically raised animal meats, organ meats, and um, not being scared of things like saturated fats, you know, particularly, you know, when you cook with things like lard or butter or ghee, okay? On top of that, I'm going to give you some mindfulness practices, which is the absolutely must get done's, okay? So that's going to help your mental game take it to the next level. Then on top of that, we're going to have a goal-setting template, Okay? getting down your goals and we're going to focus mainly on your happiness your um your your self-development okay and your health they're the main three things i focus on for your goal setting all right and we're going to do a review at the end of the eight weeks and see what you've achieved what you've gotten better at and then on top of that we get a weekly one-on-one call so where I can call you and we just talk about anything. This can be about the shit that's going on in your life, this can be about your program, this can be about your nutrition. This is about you just sharing what's going on in your life and having a chat. Also, 24-hour message support. Send me a message whenever you need to asking any questions, okay? I also do a list of recommended readings and podcasts which will help you stay motivated and what has helped me along the way in terms of, you know, getting myself uh, motivated to train or uh, educating myself on nutrition or, um, you know, different ways of exercising. So I give you recommended readings and podcasts. And eventually, this is going to be something in the works. I'm going to offer a mental health first aid certificate for people to do. That's in the works. That's going to come eventually. But look, guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about it and you need some assistance and you want to get your confidence a little better, you want to get stronger, you want to get leaner, give me, give me a message. Shoot me a message and I'm more than willing to help. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get some men into this and to get them, you know, get them crushing it, getting you to become an optimized man that you've got, you've got responsibility and, and, and step into that responsibility and take your life to the next level. Because you don't realize how good you feel when you actually start to take responsibility for yourself and start to exercise, eat more nutrient-dense food, 
you know, practice some mindfulness practices and get your your mental chatter on a positive on a positive kind of wavelength. Um, so, guys, that's I'm going to wrap it up there, but I'm pretty stoked. Like I said, find out more by contacting me. You can go to my website, optimizeself.com.au, and check out my programs there. There's a bit more information on it. DM me, find me on Instagram, optimize.self, and we can have a chat. All right. Give me a shout out, message me. I'm keen to get some people on board and I really want to help you guys. So Optimize Man's here and it's here to stay. Peace. Peace.